Color Code Your Dog Food with Gail Pruitt, a podcast that is the source for nutrition and wellness for your best friend. Gail Pruitt is a nutritionist and chef, a digestion consultant for people since 2001. She's been researching dietary needs for canines since 2008. She's written two recipe books on good food for humans with healthy leftovers for dogs, Doggone Good Cookbook and Doggone Good Cuisine, both from St. Martin's Press, available on Amazon. Now, without further pause, here's Gail. Hi, I'm Gail Pruitt, a certified nutritionist, and welcome to Color Code Your Dog Food. Colorful food means a healthier you and your furry kid. We're all about food and color and why color and variety are so important to you and your dog. This is a place to talk about dogs and nutrition and wellness, all kinds of recipes and some entertainment too. We want to make sure your family, including your dog, eats well, stays healthy, and is happy for a long, long time. In this crazy world we live in, I understand not having time to cook for your family, including your dog. So if you need to feed your dog commercial dog food, then some of these easy recipes will add extra nutrition. We're all about happy, healthy people and their animals. Today, it's all about red. Red fruits and vegetables that are healthy for you and your family that includes your dogs or dog. Two, we're going to make some gummies. The exact recipe will be on the website, colorcodeyourdogfood.com, and we'll have Dr. Berger's answers to a question about giving avocados to a dog. Then we have a wonderful story about dolphins, and even more incredible story about Stormy, the four-pound World War II Yorkie hero. And by the way, we want to hear your crazy, fun, inspiring dog, cat, or any animal stories. We'll talk a little more about supplements too, so let's get started today, and today it's all about lycopene. What is lycopene? Lycopene is a natural fat-soluble red carnitinoid pigment found largely in tomatoes, red sweet peppers and bell peppers, and red fruits like watermelon, papaya, and pink guava. Lycopene is a powerful antioxidant with many health benefits including sun protection, improved heart health, and lower risk of certain types of cancer, especially for you guys. Though it can be found in a supplement, it may be most effective when consumed from lycopene-rich foods. Now, lycopene has been linked to reducing bone, lung, and prostate cancer risk. Lycopene also has been shown in different studies to protect ocular health, helping to reduce the risk of age-related macular degeneration, according to the Animal Wellness Magazine. Tomatoes are known as the superfood. They contain two eye-healthy nutrients, lycopene and lutein, and we will discuss lutein in a different episode. Lycopene has been well-documented as an effective in cancer prevention and its antioxidant properties act to protect the eyes from sun damage. Processed tomato products contain higher levels of lycopene than raw tomatoes. I buy an organic Italian tomato paste. It has no sodium and nothing but tomatoes. It is the best. I buy by the case on Amazon. Also, radishes. We can incorporate small amounts of radishes into our dog's diet, either cooked or raw. Radishes are a cruciferous vegetable that contains compounds that may help purge cancer-causing substances and prevents the development of tumor. If giving raw, you will need to puree before giving to your pup. Also, remember, less is more. Never give large amounts of any fruits or vegetables. It's the variety that's important. 
Also, please check with your vet when giving your dog new food. Being in Texas, and this is about the start of summer, watermelon is on the menu. Rambo, my little Yorkie, had his first taste of watermelon this morning, and he loved it. He's 12 years old, and I just got him about five months ago. So he may have had it in the past, but he hadn't had it since I've had him, and he just went after it. He loved it, and that is so healthy for him. In a few minutes, we're going to make some gummies with watermelon and raspberries. But right now, it's story time. Grab the treats and curl up on the rug. It's time for another Animal Tale. This story is about dolphins that I read about in The Guardian. It has nothing to do with food, but has everything to do with how animals care about their fellow creatures. We all might learn from them. I want to say not all dolphins are friendly to humans. Yeah, just saying that. A pod of dolphins saved a group of swimmers from a great white shark off the northern coast of New Zealand. The incident happened when lifeguard Rob Howes took his 15-year-old daughter, Nisi, and two of her friends swimming in the ocean. According to the Northern Advocate newspaper, Mr. Howe told the newspaper that the dolphins started to hurt them up. They pushed all four of them together by doing tight circles around them. He explained, when he had attempted to break away from the protective group, two of the bigger dolphins herded him back. He then saw what he described as a 10-foot great white shark cruising toward them. But it appeared to be repelled by the ring of dolphins and swam away. It was only a short distance away from him. The water was crystal clear, and it was clear to him the dolphins were protecting them from the shark. Lifeguard, who was on patrol in a lifeboat, saw the dolphins circling the swimmers, and slapping their tails on the water to keep them in place. He told the newspaper he also had a clear sighting of the shark. Expert Ingrid Beiser, who has been studying marine mammals for 14 years, told the Northern Advocate that there had been reports from around the world about dolphins protecting swimmers. She said that in this case, the dolphins probably sensed the humans were in danger and took action to protect them. Ms. Weiser of the group Orca Research said dolphins would attack sharks to protect themselves and their young, and evidently humans as well. What wonderful creatures we have on this earth. Some of us humans might need to take a few lessons. We're getting to the fruit. Let's talk about red pigments in fruit, like watermelon, papaya, guava, and of course many more. With the fruits, I need to say, please do not let your dogs eat the seeds or the pits. No need to write this recipe down. It's on the website www.colorcodeyourdogfood.com. So we're going to make like watermelon gummies. It's got raspberries right on the inside of each one. They're really pretty and the dogs absolutely love them. What I do is I take two cups of seeded red and orange watermelon, three-fourths cups of cold filtered water, and then another cup, a different cup, of filtered water. Ten or twelve or fifteen more raspberries, as many as you want really, one teaspoon of ground ginger, optional. Now, if you're using ginger root, the gummies may not gel as easily. Ginger root has enzyme activity. And a third a cup of grass-fed gelatin. So what you want to do is you add your gelatin to three-fourths cup of cold water and let bloom. That means let it dissolve in the water. In a saucepan, heat up the one cup of filtered water and place the watermelon and ginger in the processor and process until smooth. Add the pureed watermelon to the heated water, then add the bloomed gelatin and let the gelatin dissolve. If using molds or ice trays, place one raspberry in each individual mold or into ice trays 
Then pour our spoon the watermelon gelatin mixture into the molds or the ashtrays. If using a bowl, put all raspberries in a bowl, pour the heated melon gelatin mixture over the raspberries. Refrigerate about two to three hours. These watermelon gummies will last about five days. Now you can use the same technique for cantaloupe blackberry gummies and they really are good. So good and they look so pretty and the dogs love them. I love them too. Now for me, when I do it just for me and my son, I actually put a little stevia or honey in them so they can be sweet, but you don't want to do that for dogs. I mean, you could put a little honey in there if you wanted to, but no need to. They love them just like they are. Hey, Gail, time to let the dog out. And to help us go, here's a few words from Dr. O'Hara's. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, not just another powder in a capsule. With hundreds of probiotic products to choose from, what makes health experts worldwide consider Dr. O'Hara's probiotics superior? Dr. O'Hara's crowning distinction is the 500-plus postbiotic metabolites produced during its three-year fermentation process. Why are postbiotics so important? Postbiotics are vital for sustained digestive balance and overall immune health. Postbiotics are fundamental for hormonal balance, weight management, skin care, and brain health. Postbiotics are the Dr. O'Hara advantage that is essential to our health and wellness. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you. Welcome back. I want to stress eating a variety of foods, so please don't feed your family, for our kids included, the same thing all the time. I don't care how organic or how nutritious a, a particular food is, it's not a good idea to always eat the same thing every day. Different foods have different nutrients, so eating a large variety of fruit, veggies, and proteins will help to ensure that you and your dog are getting the most nutrients out of your diet. Hey folks, here at Color Code Your Dog Food, we are very fortunate to have Dr. Robert Berger, Masters in Science and Veterinary Science, as well as a PhD. He studied it all, nutrition, biochemistry, vet medicine, pharmacology. Did I mention this guy's legit? He's here to answer your questions. So get ready for the very first installment of Dr. Berger's Bites. Now, the answer to this question will come in very handy on Cinco de Mayo. Hey doc, is it safe for dogs to eat avocado? There's always been a bit of a controversy about how safe it is for dogs to be given avocados. Avocados are considered an extremely healthy fruit for humans, although they do contain a high percentage of fat and caloric content. The fat is a healthy fat, monosaturated fat. And avocados it also contains a number of very important vitamins and nutrients, extremely healthy for the body and great for metabolic function. Avocados also contain a nutrient. No other fruit contains this nutrient. L-carnitine is a compound essential for transporting long-chain fatty acids into the mitochondria of all cells required for energy production. It's called beta-oxidation, and basically it contributes to about 95% of your energy in your body. Now, the AKC and even the ASPCA have emphasized that because avocados contain a substance called persin, a fungicidal and antibacterial substance, actually quite beneficial, but because it is a toxin to certain cells, it can be harmful to canines and cause issues such as vomiting, diarrhea, 
and that can turn into dehydration and, of course, heart issues. Also, dogs suffer with pancreatitis. They're given too much fat in their diet, and that's concerned with avocados, which are high in fat. On the converse, it has been shown in a recent study out of the University of Illinois School of Veterinary Medicine in Urbana that researchers have shown this claim to be really overblown. This study is published in the Journal of Animal Science, 2022. Now, the highest content of person in avocados is contained in the peel, the outside, and the seed, and the lowest content is in the pulp, which is the part we eat. Never feed your dog any part of the peel, nor the seed, which is basically the pit, which both contain high concentration of person. When you're using avocados, always take the peel and take the pit and put it somewhere, like in the garbage. Make sure your pet does not get to it. If they do get to it, the pit could cause intestinal blockage. They could choke on it. You don't want anything like that. So the important thing is always feed them part of the avocado, which we eat, which is the pulp. It's safe and even beneficial if given or added to the food in small amounts depending on the weight of the animal. You always want to make sure that you don't overload your dog with too much fat to avoid your pet from getting pancreatitis. And also, if you give your dog avocado, never put anything in the avocado. Like, for instance, guacamole. That contains onions, and it contains certain spices that are toxic to your dog. So when you add avocado to their food, Always just put the avocado in by itself. Never add anything to it. And I have to always stress, before you do anything, just tell your veterinarian about feeding your dog avocado and just see what they have to say. But we've been using avocados for years. Always remember, if it's a small dog, you give them small amounts. If it's a larger dog, you can give them larger amounts. But as far as everything else goes, avocado is very safe for dogs. Now, this is Dr. Robert Berger. And always remember to color code your dog food. Thanks, Doc. I didn't know avocado was a fruit, and now we know dogs can eat it. Avocado toast for all the millennial pups. That's today's Dr. Burger's Bites, brought to you by Color Code Your Dog Food. Be sure to leave your own question for Dr. Burger on the contact page at colorcodeyourdogfood.com. And now here's more good information from Dr. O'Hara's. You remodel your kitchen, you remodel your bathroom. Now, remodel your gut. That's right, your gut. Any successful remodel job requires workers to show up with the necessary tools and ready to work. Well, it's just like that with probiotics. They need to come with prebiotics to encourage growth, as well as postbiotics to nourish the gut. And Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are the only brand of probiotics that do just that. Dr. O'Hara's is the only probiotic capsule that contains a rich nutrient prebiotic along with a full spectrum of 12 selected probiotic strains and naturally derived postbiotics. During a three-year fermentation process, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics create healthy organic nutrients and the diversity of flora that are necessary for long-term digestive health. So remodel your gut today with the right workers. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers everywhere. Welcome back. Time for another dog story. I'm recording this on Memorial Day, so I found this one story. It's a great story. I've read it before, but I thought this is a great time to read it again. This story is about a tiny, brave, four-pound Yorkie named Smokey. 
a hero in World War II. Many dog people may already know this story. However, I never get tired of hearing it. I know the Yorkshire Terrier has the heart of a lion. However, I had never experienced what a Yorkie was capable of until now. And on another episode, we'll tell you about a little nine-pound guy aptly named Rambo. However, now it's all about the heroic deeds of Smokey. In February 1944, Smokey was found by an American soldier in an abandoned foxhole in the New Guinea jungle. The soldier was out of money. He had been playing poker. He needed enough money to go back to his poker game. So he sold this little dog to Corporal William Wayne of Cleveland, Ohio. Smokey backpacked through the rest of the war with Corporal Wayne on combat flights in the Pacific. This little Yorkie lived in the New Guinea jungle in the Rock Islands. The heat and the humidity were stifling. Smokey shared Wayne's sea rations and an occasional can of Spam. Unlike the official war dogs of World War II, Smokey had access to neither veterinary medicine nor a balanced diet formulated especially for dogs. Despite this, Smokey was never ill. Smokey served in the South Pacific with the 5th Air Force 26th Reconnaissance Squadron and flew 12 air, sea, rescue, and reconnaissance missions. On those flights, Smokey spent long hours dangling in a soldier's pack near a machine gun used to ward off enemy fighters. Smokey was credited with 12 combat missions and awarded 8 battle stars. She survived 150 air raids on New Guinea and made it through a typhoon in Okinawa. Smokey even parachuted using a parachute made just for her. Wayne credited Smokey with saving his life by warning him of incoming shells on a transport ship, calling her an angel from the foxhole. As the ship deck was booming and vibrating from the anti-aircraft gunnery, Smokey guided Wayne to duck the fire that hit eight men that were close to him. In downtime, Smokey learned numerous tricks, which she performed for entertainment of troops with special services and in hospitals from Austria to Korea. According to Wayne, Smokey taught him as much as he taught her, and she developed a repertoire beyond that of any dog of her day. In 1944, Yank Down Under magazine named Smokey the champion mascot in the Southwest Pacific area. Smokey's tricks enabled her to become a hero in her own right by helping engineers to build an airbase. Luzon, a crucial airfield for Allied warplanes, needed to run a telegraph wire through a 70-foot-long pipe that was 8 inches in diameter. Soil had sifted through the corrugated sections of the pipe, filling as much as half of the pipe, giving Smokey only 4 inches of headway in some places. Wayne tied a string to the wire in Smokey's collar, and she ran through the 70-foot-long pipe to the other end of the culvert. Everyone was so happy at Smokey's success. Smokey's work saved approximately 250 ground crewmen from having to move around 40 United States fighters and reconnaissance planes while a construction detail dug up the taxiway, placing the men and planes in danger from enemy bombings. What would have been a dangerous three-day digging task to place the wires was instead completing by Smokey in just minutes. When they arrived home from the war, Wayne and Smokey were featured in a page one story with photographs in the Cleveland Press on December 7, 1945. Smokey soon became a national sensation. Over the next 10 years, Smokey and Wayne traveled to Hollywood and all over the world to perform demonstrations of her remarkable skills which included walking a tightrope 
blindfolded. Nearly 50 years later, on Veterans Day, November the 11th, 2005, a bronze life-size sculpture by Susan Behari of Smokey sitting in a GI helmet atop of a two-ton blue granite base was unveiled. It is placed above the very spot that Smokey was laid at her final resting place. The monument is dedicated to Smokey, the Yorkie Doodle Dandy, and the Dogs of All Wars. It still breaks me up, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's remember all those that died in war and all the many human and animals that died after serving our country, the United States of America. Thanks, Gail. If you'd like us to read your own pet story for Animal Tales, head to ColorCodeYourDogFood.com and submit on our contact page. And now, back to Ms. Pruitt, Best in Show. Okay, this is a supplement segment. I've been telling people about Dr. O'Hara's for 21 years and also how great they are for humans and their cats and dogs. The best way to give Dr. O'Hara's probiotic to a cat without having stitches is to open the capsule and squeeze out the paste and place on their paw. They'll lick it off. There really isn't a problem with dogs once they taste them. Through the years, people have called and emailed me because their dogs got a hold of a box of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and popped open the blister packs and ate all of them. Always ask me what is going to happen to my dog. And I tell them, they won't hurt your dog, but it's going to hurt your pocketbook. You need to buy some more. Also, you might want to take them out walking maybe a few more times for a few days. You know, just saying. Please check with your vet or healthcare provider before taking any supplements or giving them to your best friend. Join us for the next episode when we will be getting into all things purple. I've got more stories of my three mutketeers and another exclusive recipe. But that's it for today. Please remember to send in your crazy, funny, or inspiring dog or animal stories, and we'll read them right here on the show. So long for now, and please kiss that canine of yours for me. Talk later, and color code that dog food. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Color Code Your Dog Food with Gail Pruitt. Dogs are a part of the family, so treat them like one at mealtime. Working dog, service dog, or just a lap-sitting mutt, if you want to give them long life and good health, Join us next time for tips, recipes, product recommendations, stories, and a whole lot of tail-wagging fun. And don't forget to visit ColorCodeYourDogFood.com. Get the latest recipes, catch up on pet news on our blog, and submit your own story for animal anecdotes. Sure, dogs rule, but we want to hear about your cats, birds, lizards, fish, and more. Any companion you love, we'd love to hear fun stories. The sillier, the better. Hey, you got a dog in this hunt. So join us next time for Color Code Your Dog Food and color your dog healthy.